Hey, this is Vanessa Amorosi and you're listening to Newcastle Live. And it is not Lauren O'Brien with Legally Blonde. It's Adrian Corbold with Legally Red. Good morning. How are you? No, I'm good, Tracy. You're actually not. You've got COVID. That's, that's right. But what does <laughs> Queen say? So must go on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How are you? How many days in yeah. and how are you feeling? I think I'm about four days in. Mm. But yeah, day, daytime I'm fantastic and then the nighttime the terrors creep in through the windows and everything yeah. just goes very bad. But anyway, wow. um, I'll, I'll survive. Yeah. You're obviously, you're triple vaxxed. Um, so, yeah, you imagine what it must be like if you're not. When you say, uh, you know, the night's the worst, what uh, what are you getting at night time? I think that's, I think all your healing happens at night time. So that's just when you're just unable to sleep and tossing and turning like crazy and waking up at 2am and... Walking around the house cursing. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's just what you... You're not supposed to be That's working right. during the day. You know that, don't you? You're meant to be resting so that the healing can go across 24 hours, not just uh, when you sleep. Uh, yes, wink. I will make sure I <laughs> Yeah, wink, 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 nudge, nudge. Any idea where you got it or uh, just hanging around I, with the wrong kind of well, people? I was just saying to Michael, look, I've lived in Newcastle for 20 years, never been sick. Went to the Royal Easter show a week ago. There Came you go. back a week later, so and see? it was packed. It was packed. Like wow. we were walking through a sea. It was like the Exodus out of Egypt or something. It was just. It was packed. Like like oh. shoulder to shoulder. And it's just so funny that the government went from okay, one person per train carriage, virtually, mm. to yep, shove them all in. We don't wow. care. <laughs> and then anyway, many people wearing masks. No, I don't mm. observe. No, there would have been, it would have been like zero point zero one percent. Wow, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, everything's just been let's open the gates and let's go for it. It's mm. a very different world, isn't it, to what we've uh, what we've been experiencing the last eighteen months? Yeah, and mm. I didn't. You know, I thought I was. I thought, yeah, I'll never get. COVID. I was one of them. Mm. I am one of them. I you thought, are. I'll never get that. No, no. And then it was like one on the second night. It was like I said to wife, I don't, I don't think it's normal that we both feel like we've been. You know, knocked out by a heavyweight by Tyson Fury. Wow! So we we had some rat tests left mm. over from the kids' school, and I was I, I got the pregnancy test instead of two lines. <laughs> it's quite disturbing, isn't it? Now you understand mm. how we feel when we see those oh, two lines. It's not good. Like, oh. Wow! Yes. So you both got it? Yeah, whole family. So wow! All, all of you. Wow! Yeah, and we've never, and we're generally never like never sick and yeah. I thought ah it's COVID that's, that's for other people mm, even um, being vaccinated and then I was like nope <laughs> you get it COVID for you yeah here we go it's after you it's it, after you the real Easter show it's the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, listen, we're having a bit of a, a more serious chat today. We're talking about people's responsibilities and uh, when you're a bystander and something occurs. Now, what made us talk about this is uh, Bob Odenkirk, who is known uh, from Better, no- Better Call Saul, which is a fantastic series. I must admit, you're a watcher of that? I love it. Oh. I, I, I wait for the night that it comes out. I'm, I'm one of those, that if, it, if the episode comes out at 6pm, I'm waiting Yeah. It's just fantastic. But he was talking about how CPR saved his life um, after an onset heart attack. So that led you and I to thinking, well, you know, what are our obligations when uh, when somebody either falls down, gets cut? What what happens? What are our legal obligations? So 
tell me, my friend, what are our legal obligations? If Adrian Corbould falls down in front of me, what do I need to do? Mm, so this is presuming we're out and about in, in public. Mm. So we, um, and neither of us are medical professionals. We're just our average citizens. Uh, well, everything starts with consent, as you'd appreciate, no matter what the environment is. So if, if, if I can, if, if you can get um, instructions from me and I deny consent, mm. you, 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 you cannot proceed beyond that point. So if I've fall onto a, a metal rail mm. and you come along and say, oh, I'm, I know what to do. I'm going to yank that me- metal rail out. And I say, stop, don't do that. Going beyond that point is now become an assault, even if you think you're doing the right thing. So, so, so consent's the first one. So, but wow. let's say I'm, which, 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 which makes sense. Mm. And even if I consent, even if I refuse to, to, even if I refuse consent is something that may help me. So if you say, look, just put a band, just a pipe, you, you're bleeding copious amounts of blood out of your stomach, let me just put this compress on your stomach. And I say, no, stay away. Even if I bleed out, um, wow. you'll, 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 you'll be in the clear because I can refuse consent, which goes back to those cases of... Um, uh, say like Jehovah's Witness children who, yeah. who, who, who say, or their parents say they, they deny consent. That's a separate issue because they're children. But once you become an adult, if, if someone tries to do something to you that you don't want and you proceed further, that's, that's an assault. So that could be, you, you, you could be charged criminally for aiding someone when they did not want you to. So that's, that's, that's a big one. It's a huge one, isn't it? Mm. What else do we need uh, to be aware of? So um, when uh, when there is so there's this thing called the Civil Liability Act in New South Wales, and it's a similar act all in every state, and they actually do have a Good Samaritan section in it, and it actually says the phrase Good Samaritan about the Bible story of the fellow who helped the, the the person, and it basically says that if you aid someone um, not for money or for any reward you you cannot be held civilly liable by your actions okay um, so that's the so, difference so criminal and civil yeah criminal yeah so so criminal is is um, consent as in you've been, you've 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 breached uh, a criminal code whereas civil is money as in um, okay you have you have done some you have now done something to me and I'm gonna hold you accountable for it and I'm gonna make you pay damages, money to to either put me back to where I was. So um, but wow. but if you have a but if you have a even if you don't know first aid, so if if, if you see me with a steel pole out of my um, stomach mm. that because I, I, I fell on the gate and you said and I was trying to pull myself off it and he said, no, stop, that's that's the worst thing to do. Just wait there and I'll call Triple O and an ambulance will come and then in the next few minutes I die and there was someone around videoing it, my family couldn't sue you and say, oh, he was trying to pull himself off that post and if he'd done it, um, you know, you, he, he would have lived. If you're, if you're, if you're, 
trying to, in your best intentions, aid someone, there is a law that says you cannot be um, held civilly liable. Um, but where that generally comes in is, I would have most 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 first aid instances, someone be would be unconscious mm. most of the time. So consent is implied if I can't give it. So if I'm knocked out, I will be implying consent that you help me. Um, so you don't have to worry about the criminal aspect then. But then it comes down to is is what you do reasonable. So if um, I come off a motorbike and you move my body or like like throw my body up in the back of a car mm. and in doing so I go from being, I had going from a um, paraplegic to a quadriplegic, then, then you may have moved outside of that reasonableness in that... Um, Generally, you shouldn't move a body, and if if you think you're going to do it very carefully, so don't do don't do ridiculous things. Mm. Um, it's a it's a really tough one, isn't it? Because you know, so mm. many times we see video of people you know injured, and uh, everyone goes, "Oh, you know, no no one went in to help." That you know, if they videoed instead yeah. of going in and helping. That's right. Whereas you know, when uh, what you're saying is, be very very careful. Yes, you can be a good Samaritan, but you also have to be very careful as well. That's a really sad point that we've got to in society. Oh, yeah, everywhere. Well, like Ricky Device always says, "Oh, you know, no one helped, but everyone everyone filmed it." Mm. Wonderful. That put the camera down and help. But um, most mo- this this Good Samaritan Act is basically there to to encourage people to or not to discourage people from not helping. Mm. Uh, the only the only exceptions to it is if someone's under the influence of alcohol mm. or drugs and try and help. You know, you're you're not helping then, and you may be held liable. Or if you're the one who actually caused the injury in the first place due to negligence if I dig a big hole out the front of my house and someone walks into it and breaks their leg and then I try and help them further and then break the other one, I'm, that doesn't absolve me of the first injury. Um, but yeah, there's, there's no, there is no um, duty of care from one member of the public to, a, to another. So you don't have to help. And that's a thing and, and some people don't. But I think a society is bettered by those who do hook in and help those strangers rather than say, well, shrug, not my problem, I'm not a paramedic, Um, I'll just film it. It's that social contract that we talk about Mm, often with um, with Lauren, isn't it? It's a social contract that we put our seatbelts on, we stop at red lights, we also help each other. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So so it's, it's, it's all for the greater good of everyone that I stay in the left lane and I stop at the red light and the give way and the, um, yeah, you could have self-interest and just do whatever you want but mm-hmm. it's for everyone else but these coming but the, yeah so helping helping strangers yes feel free to you don't feel in, impeded mm-hmm. by doing it as long as you act reasonably and how you know what to do is reasonable do a first aid t- uh, a course take yeah. a day every three years CPR um, at least then you won't be, if you work in a, in an office or something, you won't be the one that has to, to look in the spouse's eyes and say, oh, well, sorry they died of a cardiac arrest, but yeah, I, didn't know. I don't know, CPR, 
and I don't have to know. You know, there's, there's not going to be much consolation when, if you do whack on a whack on a AED, which every business should have now. The prices mm-hmm. come down. The the rates of survival are just huge. Rather than if you just go, oh dear, mm. Adrian's having a cardiac arrest. We'll call triple O. They'll be here in ten minutes. My survival rate mm. is, I'll be dead. Yeah. But all you got to do is put on one of these AEDs and do heart compressions, and my survival rate goes to seventy percent. Which that, that's is huge, huge. Yeah, it really is. So obviously, consent is the big thing that we need to be aware of. Mm. As you said, you know, if it is someone passed out in front of you, there is, uh, they can't give consent. We we go on implied consent there, yeah. so we can begin either CPR or turn them on their side. We can do all of those yeah, things. Absolutely. Even even simp, simp, just as you said, recovery position. Mm. That might be enough to get someone breathing, doing something rather than. Oh, my favourite expression. I love hearing it in crowds. Someone should do something. Well, who is someone? Mm. You. you who, who, is this, who is this person somewhere? Yeah. Looking for the skies for Wonder Woman to appear and... It's like, well, you be Wonder Woman, you yeah. be Superman, you do something. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, that hard, but uh, as you said, it, it's just that making sure that you've got that consent, then, yeah. you, can, then you can start to help. Wow, I, I wouldn't have even thought of, of consent. I would have just gone up and helped straight away. Yeah, well, yes, that's, and, and, and good on you. But, and sometimes people may not be in a sound mind to give consent. Mm. So if they've been in, ac- in, in an accident... They might be a delirious, and they're telling everyone to stay away. But then, then you've got to make a judgment call as well. Does this person actually know what consent is? And again, this, you know, again, wow. huge mm. area. As in, if I've if I've just had my arm ripped off in a motor accident, and um, if someone comes to help me, and I'm saying no, don't help me, you know, am I in my right mind? You can't I don't be. Know. Yeah. So, so I think maybe you could then go beyond that step and say, well, look, I didn't get clear consent, but mm. I, they didn't seem... It was not, it's not a situation where, oh, you know, I, I cut myself with a stapler and I'm clearly got sound mind and people are trying to wrap a bandage around my arm. I said, look, just go away. I'll just put a bandage on it. Mm. I don't... That's completely different. Mm. But where it's catastrophic or someone's dr- on drugs and they just are out of the tree... Perhaps they perhaps they're not able to give that consent. So, but yeah, it's certainly worth to be mindful of. Mm. Wow, it, it's a fascinating one. It really is. Uh, we're just so litigious these days. It's uh, it's so sad. Yeah. But uh, an we, insurance company. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the funny thing. Like my 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 brother told me years ago that he had a house cleaner, and um, she said, "Oh, um, I'm going out on my own now, but you can work for me, and I'll and I'll charge less." And he said. Um, okay, what, what's your insurance details? Mm. And she said, oh, don't worry, I, I don't have insurance. Look, if something happens, I won't, I won't sue you. And he said, well, you might not, but an insurance company might sue me, as in not your insurer, but mm. if you go to a lawyer and they say, oh, well, this bloke, he owns a house and he has a job. And he should we'll have had insurance. Out of yeah. him and he's, he's got insurance. And then his insurer might say to him, well, did you check that she had it? Yeah. And if they if they say well no I don't think it's important well we're not indemnifying you so then it becomes a huge mess so yes it is a litigious world and but there's never been to my knowledge a successful case of someone suing a quote good Samaritan bystander in aiding them um, where it has happened is generally where there's 
insurance behind it, i.e. first aid providers. That's why. Oh, you got medical, you know, medical, medical negligence. Yeah. I don't do medical negligence. And I'm sure, you know, it's a very specialised mm. field. And I'm, um, but generally where there are claims is where there's some money to be had. It's just, uh, it's so, so sad. Continue to be good Samaritans is our uh, is the moral of this one. Yes, just uh, just out. ask. Yes, help out. Well, look, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you coming uh, coming on from your sick bed and uh, fingers crossed you're feeling better in a, in a few days' time. All good. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, my friend. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye. Bye. That is Adrian Corbold from Turnbull Hill and uh, that was legally... Red instead of Legally Blonde. Lauren O'Brien will be back next week to join us, but we thank uh, Adrian for joining us this morning. The information provided in Legally Blonde is for general information purposes only and should not be taken as professional advice. Newcastle in the Morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.